Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. And welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sports. I'm John Norman at one of the true great stadiums in world sport, the Kensington Oval in Barbados. Everywhere you look, testament to an island that has produced some of the finest cricketers ever created. And one of the finest ever created in England. Can't wait to get this series underway. Firstly, a great tour. Uh, it's a beautiful place, some beautiful countries we visit. And yeah, it's just it's just a really exciting place to play cricket, and the, there's, there's still a, a lot of buzz around, uh, certainly around the island, uh, about the, the series and people hoping for a close close series and some exciting cricket, and that's what we're looking forward to. More Burnley than Barbados. More from Jimmy Anderson to come. Also on the show, you will hear from a Barbadian hoping to one day add his name to the illustrious list that adorn the stands here. Kimar Roach. I think the guys we have are very. Good, good couple guys. Um, they're the best in the Caribbean right now, I, I believe. And I think once we go there, we focus, as you said, and play cricket. There's no reason why we, should, we can't beat the English in the Caribbean. I'm also joined by Chris Millard from the Barmy Army, Andrew McKenna, and you're here from the Talk Sport employee who is just about to be seriously out of pocket thanks to a foolish bet he made on our last cricket tour. A sullen Sam Ellard joins me later. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of the Caribbean. You're listening to Following On. Well, from the sedate setting of the three W's Oval, uh, the TalkSport team have made it over to the Kensington Oval at one of the most picturesque, famous grounds in world cricket. And when you look around at the stand, some of the names that have uh, come from this region, from Barbados, unbelievable. You've got the Greenwich and Haynes stand. Uh, you've got the... Uh, the Warrell Weeks and Walcott stand, of course, who the three W's is named after. Joel Garner end, um, one of the lower tiers on that uh, three W's stand, about the same height he came in at. 
and then just to the right, Hall and Griffith, and then Garfield Sobers. It is ridiculous. I think per capita, Barbados must be the most successful country in the world for producing test cricketers. Um, it's not just the TalkSport team who've made it across to these parts. It's the Barmy Army as well. Chris Millard, Managing Director of the Barmy Army. I've seen you zipping around in your in-betweeners car. Very much like Dean Wilson's. It's good to see you. Um, Dino's got a radio, though. We haven't got a radio, so he obviously booked us in advance and, and planned for these things, but um, we've learnt from that. Well, I've noticed that the season campaigners, Shield Berry, John Etheridge, yourself, Dino, you've all got cars. We've, um, we haven't hired a car, which I think next time we're here we will, when you consider it costs about 20 quid to catch a cab five minutes. But that really, apart from the expenses place, there's very few drawbacks about watching cricket in Barbados, is there? You, uh, you must have a, a few fans here, a few Barmy Army intending to come over. We heard 9,000 English are in town this week, according to the papers at the weekend. You can see why. Yeah, absolutely. It's a stunning place and the, the beaches, the, the people, the food, everything just adds up to make it one of the best places to tour in the world. And it's a lot It's a lot of the Barmy Army favourites, really. So 9,000 is probably about right, but, but you can never tell when it's over 5,000. Say so there's just so many people and, and we have a great time because we, we get um, tarnished with the Barmy Army are, are here in their droves and we get all the England cricket fans added on to um, onto our brand. So we've got a lot going on, a lot of events going on, loads of merchandise to be sold. So yeah, we're all really excited and, and very hot it is hot we're just standing slap bang in the middle of uh, the Kensington Oval the pitch just to the uh, the strip just to the left of us I mean a couple of days out from the first test match and it's almost impossible to distinguish which of the two strips is actually the one that's being prepared there's uh, plenty of grass on there um, it looks pretty uneven actually so uh, we'll just have to wait and see what the what the teams are and the makeup of them uh, last time we were together was in Sri Lanka um, we won't talk about what happened when we played Barmy Army one all with one to play but um, Give the listeners back home an idea of the differences, I suppose, you know, between the Barmy Army types or the England fans in general that will go to, say, Sri Lanka and the ones that will come to the Caribbean. Or is there no difference? Is it exactly the same? No, there, there is a difference. There's definitely a difference. We saw a, a much younger crowd in Sri Lanka. That's due to the price. And I think you have to be quite savvy when, when they're so close together. You, you can't really do both. A lot of people do do both, but they've got to have quite a lot of money to be able to do that. So we had a, a really young crowd in Gaul, which was really nice to see. And, and a lot of people here. But I think in Barbados, we'll get um, a lot of couples, which is fantastic because you've got it's a great place for um, to come on holiday and to spend some time here with your other half and and we see a lot of the old faces that come out because Barbados is is such a nice place and Antigua as well because of how um, how, how good the experience is with the locals and at the cricket grounds so we see we do see a difference in crowds but um but I can't wait for this one because you get some cruise ship people coming in as well that have planned it to come to there one day and really go, go hard in the party stand and then you get the people here for five days saying they don't want to go over to the party stand any day because they couldn't quite um, manage it, shall we say. I tell you what, you've got, you've got different stuff. It's a bit like football, really. You've got your different stands almost, don't you? The different factions, the different types of people. Everyone bundles cricket fans in, in the same thing. But it's uh, when you go and sit and watch cricket, um, you realise just uh, what a, a wide, magnificent array of sports fans make it out here. It's going to be an absolutely uh, wonderful occasion. I can't wait for sure. Uh, and the team's looking in absolute tip-top form as well. Most people uh, can't decide whether England are going to win 2-0 or 3-0. 
But the Barmy Army know it isn't that easy to win out here, is it? It's been a long time since England managed it. Absolutely, it's it's really going to be a lot tougher than I think people are people are reporting. But they've got a lot of, um, of young, keen cricketers now, and that we've we've seen them come through. And we always get stung with um, overconfidence on tour. And and the first win in Sri Lanka for the for the Barmy Army guys that do a lot of tour, and it was a big relief because it was a long time coming. And I think um, we we will have to be careful out here. But I think. We've got some unbelievable quality in the side and that, that showed in, in Sri Lanka, so hopefully that will come through. Brilliant stuff. Chris, great to see you. Look forward to uh, locking horns again on the cricket field and alongside each other whilst we're watching uh, watching on. Of course, TalkSport winner will be part of the Barmy Army for this uh, test match, so uh, no doubt we'll talk about that at some point in the next few days. Uh, Andrew McKenna has been busy, as per usual. He's been out and about. Uh, let's hear who he caught up with. Jimmy, a couple of days out from a Test Match series starting in the West Indies. Does it still get the twitch going as a fast bowler? Yeah, it's a really exciting place to play. It's uh, firstly a great tour. Uh, it's a beautiful place, some beautiful countries we visit. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just a really exciting place to play cricket. And um, the, there's, there's still a, a lot of buzz around, uh, certainly around the island. Uh, about the, the series and people hoping for a close close series and some exciting cricket and that's what we're looking forward to. Is this the chance maybe to complete the set for you? That maybe the one thing that you don't have on your personal CV is a series win in the West Indies. Chance for you to put that right? Yeah, hopefully. It's uh, something that, you know, I've, I've played here a few times and, and loved it. It's been difficult at times. There can be some flat, flat decks and can be hard for seam bowlers. It's not like... Uh, it used to be in the, the 70s, 80s, 90s where it was quick. Um, so it can be a bit more difficult for seam bowlers, but still a really enjoyable place to play. And um, yeah, as I said, we, you know, it's, it's, it is going to be tough for us. Uh, it's a tough place to, to come. Um, and the West Indies have had some good results here in the past. So we, we need to be on, our, on, our, on top form to be able to, to challenge. And uh, that's what we're, we're concentrating on doing. Are you jealous of those fast bowlers of the 70s or 80s who got to bowl on those glassy cut pitches of Sabina Park? Because nowadays it is a bit slower. Yeah, it is a bit slower, and I am a bit uh, jealous. Yeah, um, but it's just the nature of the game. The, the wickets around the world have changed over the years, and uh, some some are now better to bowl on than they used to be, and and vice versa. So it's just something you've got to take in your stride as a bowler, and um, just try and embrace the challenge when you when you come up uh, whatever conditions we come up against and uh, yeah we're just really looking forward to it just a question on Kensington obviously it's kind of a, a spiritual home of, of West Indies cricket as, as an Englishman going there will you get a tingle as you walk down the steps on the first morning to step out on the Kensington Oval once again yeah definitely it's it, I mean it's one of those grounds that's steeped in history and um, we always get a fantastic following there as well there'll be, there'll be lots of English fans there um, and I'm sure the Barmy Army will be in full voice as well so it's, it's one of those places where it is a very special place to play we're fortunate that we get the, the, the away support around the world that we do but especially here um, I'm sure a lot of people are keen to get over to Barbados um, and, and not just to support us but it's a, an amazing place to visit so um, yeah, I think when we, we walk out on the field on Wednesday, it'll be a, a special feeling. Andrew McKenna with Jimmy Anderson there, and I'm joined by Macca. I'm still on the pitch. Uh, Chris Millard has exited stage left. Andrew McKenna has entered stage right. And we've just walked over to the strip that's being prepared. I should say strips. Appears to be two of them, Macca. And each one pretty much undistinguishable from the other. 
both very very uneven there's patches of brown there's big patches of grass this is not what I expected to see just uh, well less than two days out from the first test match it is very interesting I've heard of groundsmen having another pitch just in case of any kind of problems but these two are absolutely stone cold next to each other on the block and as we look out from the, what's going to be the commentary box the pitch on the left looks like being the match pitch to me as it stands that's got slightly less grass on it than the spare just to the right hand side what is quite noticeable they're putting a lot of water on it we were here yesterday um, just doing a couple of bits and pieces at the ground a lot of water went down on it england practiced earlier soon as they finished more water went on it there's currently a roller going up and down and they're actually sprinkling water and bits of grass clippings onto the roller so it rolls it in to the surface um so what so for the listeners back home who are not quite up to speed what what exactly are they doing here they're trying to keep it moist because to me it looks like it's already very very dry and that means spinning pitches so you went over actually earlier today you were watching the nets you we were both watching Adil Rashid Moeen Ali going through some drills with Trevor Bayliss uh, Jack Leach as well we're now thinking very heavily that it won't be two spinners in Antigua only we could have two spinners here that could mean Leach or Rashid in for current I very much would be leaning towards two spinners. The spinner's net, the nets are actually out the back of the Warrell Weeks and Walcott stand. And the spinning net, um, a couple of the local bowlers, actually got it to turn and bounce appreciably. One, Stuart Broad, now bear in mind Stuart Broad's a big guy, stands quite tall. It went over the sort of the outside top corner of his bat by about six or eight inches. Now if he's, he's missing it by that much, then it's doing a lot. Moeen and Rashid, and also Jack Leach had a bowl out here in the middle. Rashid got a couple of leg breaks to absolutely go massively. Well, a wrist spinner will make it turn more than a, than a finger spinner. Moeen was still getting it to jag at about sort of 30 degrees. So I, I really do think that we're going to see something a great deal. We knew it was going to turn more than the classic old days. I wasn't expecting it to turn this much. I'm not sure the uh, the teams were either. Bishu has been dropped from the uh, the squad. Warrican will almost certainly play alongside uh, Roston Chase. But you've just been speaking to Jimmy Anderson, and we're going to hear a little bit from Kimar Roach in a second as well. You know, Jimmy Anderson, you you asked the question. Um, you know, you, you grew up watching the Great West Indians. You would love to have played along on those famous old pitches. Where would Jimmy Anderson? That's a good question. Actually. Where would Jimmy Anderson rate? Say Jimmy Anderson was operating. Uh, and he had a, uh, a mother from Barbados, let's just say. Where would he stand alongside the greats if he was operating in the 80s? Cool, I'll tell you what. It's a good question because... Would he get the new ball? That's the question. Well, he probably wouldn't have been quite quick enough, but I'll tell you what, they'd have done some damage. Um, it's quite soul-destroying, I'm sure, to, for, for some of the players. I mean, I'd love to know that if you got Michael Holding or... Andy Roberts to have a look at the, this pitch and compare it to what they were playing on I, I'm sure the, the look of horror on their face and, you know we are going to hear from Kimar Roach in a little bit just, just to give you a little idea of that I mean he said to me pitches is what we have to get right in the West Indies sooner rather than later a huge surprise personally with 9,000 English expected you're going to get a sellout pretty much days one through to three if the game's still going day four a good crowd there and even into day five so uh, with the parlous state of West Indies finances uh, the groundsman might be sweating tonight 
That pitch looks like it, uh, it's sweated a bit as well. Let's hear from uh, Kimar Roach, actually, the West Indies fast bowler, speaking with Andrew McKenna. A couple of days out from the start of the series. Excited? Very excited, obviously. Wednesday is going to be a very big game for us. Um, I think playing at England at home is obviously a good series. The, the atmosphere is amazing. Um, playing at home is amazing for me as well as a bowler um, from my people. So I'm eager to go on Wednesday. Back page of the local paper the other day said 9,000 Brits were arriving. So the place is going to be full, but it's going to be full of visiting fans. Do you mind that? I don't mind that, obviously. The, the aim is to make the, the visiting fans cheer for us as well. <laughs> I think if we're doing that, we're playing cricket. Um, we're obviously being on top of the English. But it's going to be a tough series, obviously, a quality team. But we're all eager and focused and ready to go. Obviously, England were in Sri Lanka before Christmas. You guys played Sri Lanka quite recently as well. Yeah. We were keeping an eye on that because obviously then meeting up. Yeah. What did you make of England against Sri Lanka? Oh, it was a good series. I think they, they play fantastic cricket. Um, they were very fearless um, and brave um, and they won. Um, I was expecting a true love, but the, cricket, the, cricket, the brand of cricket they played was obviously fantastic. And to beat Sri Lanka at home is obviously tough. So they must be in good form and in good confidence. So I'm proud of that. I'm good for them. What are you, let's look at your team. How do you feel with, with the squad that the West Indies have got? I mean, obviously, Darren Bravo is back for the first time in a couple of years. And just that experience, just he brings. Yeah, obviously, uh, good to have Darren back as well. Um, I think the guys we have are a very good, good couple of guys. Um, they're the best in the Caribbean right now, I, I believe. And I think once we go there and we focus, as you said, and play good cricket, there's no reason why we, should, we can't beat the English in the Caribbean. Can I ask you about the pitches? Because... I asked Jimmy Anderson this the other day and I said were you jealous of the guys that used to play here in the late 70s and the early 80s you know Sabina Park the old glassy surface and he was straight away was like yeah absolutely yeah. when you have to bend your back on some of the pitches in the Caribbean I'm like, does it bring a little tear to your eye? Yeah it, it is frustrating obviously um, I think that's the aspect that we need to look at much more the wickets are like before they deteriorated very 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 quickly and it's, it's, it's uh, hampering to some of the fast boys coming through because we have a good young talented group of fast players coming through and they need pitches to bowl on obviously so it's kind of disheartening but we're professionals and we've got to get on with it and do what you have to do so we're expecting this to turn then are we i won't say that but i just say that <laughs> it wouldn't surprise it, it, it wouldn't, you if it did it wouldn't surprise me if it did Kim O'Rourke speaking with Andrew McKenna there. I've been joined by Sam Ellard, a worried man. Uh, Sam's not talking to Barmy Army types today. We'll be back doing that tomorrow. Usually you walk around with a kind of like a, a youthful exuberance, big smile on your face, but look a little concerned, Sam. Why is yeah, that? It's, it's the big day today. Uh, myself and Matt Pryor have had an ongoing bet. Uh, the day we left Sri Lanka in Colombo, we weighed ourselves. Uh, and the, the final weigh-in is, is, is today. And uh, very, very simple. Uh, whoever loses the most weight uh, gets taken to Lone Star by the other person. And uh, I've got to be honest with you, I shook Matt Pryor's hand um, on the third test match in Sri Lanka. Uh, did I actually think this would come this day? Probably not at the time, but taking on a professional athlete in a weight-losing competition, especially when he loves the cycling, it was a decision I am seriously regretting. And I think it's a 99 0.9% chance I'm going to lose this bet and then young Sam Ellard is going to take former England wicketkeeper Matt Pryor for a million Lone Stars and the rumour has it John that a starter in Lone Star is around £35. Now in London I've never spent £35 on a meal before let alone on a starter let's not get, let's not get into the stakes of the drinks yeah um, I'm, I'm worried John I'm worried 
I'm not worried because I'm going and you're I'm going to. No, you're not paying for me, but I'm going to get my entertainment for free tonight. It's going to be great to see the look on your face when we open up that menu. I mean, we went to a restaurant last night, yeah. which I think is around the ballpark, but a bit cheaper. Even a green curry cost 35 quid a steak 110 dollars well, exactly and it was a pretty reasonable restaurant and it was really expensive so imagine mm. what lone star is going to be like i'm not worried about the steak i'm worried about one thing that's when that wine menu comes out and matt Pryor has a look he likes a glass of wine he said he's not drinking this trip right he wants to stay fit yeah. apart from tonight obviously he's gonna have a drink on me this evening so when that wine menu comes out i uh, i'm gonna be sweating i think john Mate, I can't wait for tonight. I can't wait for tomorrow because we're going to find out exactly what went on and we'll get you back on to uh, see just how much... Your body might not be lighter, but your wallet will be after today. And it's just about learning your lesson, I hope. I've learned two lessons here. Number one, mm. just keep your mouth shut. Don't, don't pipe up and don't take on a... You former... absolutely yeah. have not learned that lesson. No, and, and the second thing is, um, I need to watch that my mum and ask her to transfer me some money very quickly. Well, I'll let you go and do that. Uh, That brings us to the end of following on today. We'll be back at the Kensington Oval tomorrow, but actually uh, also going on a little tour around the island. So Matt Pryor, Steve Harmison, uh, Manners, and also Jared might also be popping up to console poor Sam Allard, uh, who's about to lose uh, all his money. This has been following on. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.